0: Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for Wisp Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Gus Fauché at the Wisconsin Bankers Association event here in Madison. Gus, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. So to start off our discussion, I I thought some of the points you brought up today were were really interesting. I'd like to focus in on um, one thing. You talked about job losses in the retail space due to um, online sales. (laughs) Are there other areas that you see where, you know, evolving technologies could lead to people being edged out or um, the nature of the jobs in that space changing?
1: Uh, certainly, I think one area is autonomous vehicles. And so I think we're going to see increasing use of autonomous vehicles. So we may have uh, much less need for truck drivers, for mm-hmm. cab drivers, those types of things. I mean, obviously, cab drivers, there's a, lots of shifts taking place there with Lyft and Uber and so forth. Mm-hmm. But I think that in general, those you know those types of, of, of positions may be much less necessary. And so we need to think about about how to take workers are in those industries and provide them skills, the skills that they'll need for the new industries that are coming along. But certainly transportation, I think, is a big area where I would expect to see uh, job losses uh, because of technological advances.
0: Yes, absolutely. And that's something that I've, I've heard from others in the business community here in Madison and Wisconsin as well, that that's something people are looking at. One Another big issue in Wisconsin, um, the workforce concern, and that's something that you, you brought up in, y- in your speech today, companies not being able to find workers for for skilled positions The state's been taking some steps to push back on this. You might have heard about the the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation, in partnership with other agencies, just launched a a marketing campaign to try to bring skilled um, workers, especially millennials, into the state from the Chicago area. What's your take on that? And you know, are there any other ways the state can kind of push back on this workforce issue? I, you
1: know, I, I think that there it, it's going to take a multi-pronged approach. So certainly, I mean, the, there are budget problems in Illinois. There are high taxes in Illinois. So certainly, it would make sense to try to recruit workers who are already from the greater area mm-hmm. and bring them into Wisconsin. Uh, you can try to bring in, you know. People who were born in Wisconsin but maybe left and went other places if there are job opportunities available available for them. Um, you have a lot of people who come in from out of state to go to college in Wisconsin. You can try to recruit those workers, and then also uh, international immigrants. And so uh, you know, I mean, obviously that's a it's a politically charged issue, but that could be a source of of labor force growth as well. So I think that it's you know Wisconsin has their serious concerns that businesses are finding difficult to recruit that they need those skilled workers. The unemployment rate is very low. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not going to be a one-size-fits-all approach. You're going to need to take a number of of different approaches and and do that in order to build the kind of 21st century workforce that Wisconsin will need over the longer run.
0: Sure, that makes a lot of sense to me. Looking at um, companies like Johnson Controls, for example, kind of uh, moving over to the GOP tax bill, um, companies like, like Johnson Controls, some say that they, you know, Johnson Controls left Wisconsin um, for the corporate tax rate, a more favorable to corporate tax rate in Ireland. Do you think with the the new tax bill that might um, cause those companies to reevaluate uh, those decisions or, um, you know, not particularly Johnson Controls, but others like them, do you think the tax bill creates a better a better structure for them to come back? You know, I, I think it helps, certainly. I mean, that's one of the goals of the, 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 the tax cuts
1: we've seen is to encourage, you know, to discourage U.S.-based businesses from moving overseas. Right. I mean, you know, part of it is, is you know, where the headquarters is but where the manufacturing facilities are, where the sales are, where the customers are, all that kind of thing. So, you know, it, it, I mean, to the extent, I mean, sure, you're worried about countries that are domiciled overseas, but is the production taking place? Because for the, you know, for, for the population in Wisconsin, that's what really matters, where the jobs are, where the manufacturing facilities are, that kind of thing. So that's the type of activity that is, I think, more important to encourage than headquarters jobs, which, you know, can quite frankly are kind of fungible and can be, you know, be moved fairly easily. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's it's a no, it's not just a question of tax rates, but it's more broadly what the economic uh, environment is, you know, and again, in terms of worker recruitment, uh, you know, um, uh, taxes, but also, uh, you know, office costs, all those types of things, and so it's it's important to not just focus on one aspect of that, but think about the broader picture and what, you know, what we can do in the United States and in Wisconsin to encourage, uh, you know, what we would call high value in indus- high value-added industries, you know, industries that uh, employ
0: skilled workers and pay high wages. Right, certainly. Well, thank you, Gus, for your time, uh, for chatting with me here, t- here today. Certainly will be a lot of interesting things to look forward to in 2018. Great, thank you. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcasts. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.